Hello and welcome back to another episode of Making It. My name is Mirabelle, I'm your host, and on today's episode, we are back to music. Today's guest is Hazy. She's a designer, a Twitch streamer, and she's one of my favorite Australians. Hazy has grown exponentially through Twitch streaming within the past year and a bit, and even T-Pain said she's dope, so you know she's legit. We talk a lot about streaming, which is how we met each other through raids and all of that, and we talk about our mental state while streaming, some of the difficulties and the more negative sides of things that we encounter with streaming on Twitch, but also all of the amazing things that we've gained from streaming as well. We also get kind of vulnerable, touching on the topics of imposter syndrome, burnout, creative blocks, and procrastination. We discussed some tips on how we deal with these things and shared our experiences. We get to know Hazy a little better as she shares her background in design and how she switched from being a full-time tutor, teaching design, into becoming a full-time Twitch streamer. So please, please, please go check out her Twitch streams. She's amazing. I love her so much. And we actually released a cover together of Lift Me Up by Marie, who was on the second episode of the podcast. So definitely go listen to that if you haven't. And by that, I meant the second episode of the podcast, but also you you could go listen to our cover as well if you haven't done that. I just want to sing with Hazy IRL together so badly, but we live on opposite sides of the world, so hopefully someday it'll happen, and hopefully someday soon. I hope you enjoy the episode, and as always, please rate and review the podcast, leave a comment on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, Let me know what you think, and if you want to get involved with the podcast, you can join my Patreon. Links are where the links are, and yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Hi, Hales. Hi. Oh, (laughs) Hales. Oh, she called me Hales. Hi, Murbsy. (laughs) Murbsy's a new one. I've called you Murbs first. Yeah, yeah. I've changed to Murbsy. It's evolved. (laughs) (laughs) Like all the nicknames I give people, I feel like each person's nickname gets an evolution over time it seems like they all have like they end in like z's really (laughs) i think it's e in some way i think yeah yeah though though thomas's name is tomasco so (laughs) i think it depends on the person (laughs) yes whatever i can come up with yeah (laughs) well okay so we all know you from twitch or most people should know you from twitch you've now been streaming now it's like your full-time thing, right? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you when did you start streaming and why did you start streaming? Oh, when did I oh my gosh. <laughs> when? <laughs> um I think it was something like early September 2020. Yeah, yeah. I wanna say <laughs> man, these past few years like I was about to say 2019. Yeah. Like, no, that doesn't sound right. No. So that's mm. when I started streaming. Why did I start streaming? Um, honestly, nothing like nothing special. I definitely didn't go onto Twitch with like the specific idea of being a streamer, much less like being a music streamer. Like I, I cannot believe I'm in this position I am right now. But I came onto Twitch initially uh, because of Breath of Zelda Breath of the Wild speedrunning, actually. Um, so purely for games, I came over from YouTube, actually. Um, I'd only heard of like the name Twitch being, you know, um, kind of thrown around and associated with games. So actually I'd been on Twitch like for six 
months just watching um, game streams. So I was very much like in those kind of communities and it felt really nice. I like definitely have um, a couple of people to thank for streaming. Well, um, the first person would be Limcube because his stream um, and his community was this like community that made me think like, hey, like I kind of want to build my own community too. Um, so like he kind of planted the idea of like, hey, maybe I like could do this as well. And then Barry, who's actually, I met through Lincube, um, is a mod there. And he was like, yeah, you should totally stream. Like he really encouraged me. He like helped me set up things though. My first stream was like done on my phone. So, um, nice. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that's pretty much how I got into streaming. Like I really, I, I think like since the beginning, I really like had a heavy focus on wanting to build a community. And then the next step was just like, well, what do I do to like, what can I do to stream? Like, I can't play games. I'm horrible at them. <laughs> um, so I can't, I can't, I don't think anyone would come to watch me play games. So like, what would it be? It'd probably be music. So yeah, that's nice. a very long winded answer, but that, yeah, that's how I got into Twitch. That's awesome. You've been doing some gaming streams though, haven't you? I have. Like see, a couple. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how you get them. You lock you lock the community in and then you do yeah. gaming streams because then, then people watch you when you're bad. Exactly, because <laughs> then they'll watch you even though you're bad. Whereas like if I started out as a gaming streamer, I'd just be boring as. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what What have you been playing? Have you been playing anything recently? No, not since, not since I did my Christmas stream end of last year. But um, we, oh gosh, what did we do? I feel like we played something before we played Life is Strange. Um, but we've been playing through Life is Strange, which has been uh, incredibly fun. Oh, we played through F Firewatch was the first one. That's right. Okay. Yeah, Firewatch was the first one. I don't know. Do you do you play games? I have, I have Firewatch downloaded and I still have not played it. <laughs> it's uh, interesting. <laughs> it's it's like it's good. And like I have a huge love for indie games. Um, I, don't know, I just felt the ending was a little bit sus mm. a little bit weird right. but yeah i definitely think it's like right up your alley um yeah. in terms of like the yeah the soundtrack and the visuals and everything i feel like that's totally okay. up your alley as well i have so many games downloaded that i just have not started playing yeah me too or like i've played animal crossing and then sometimes i just i stop and then it's been like a month or two and i'm like oh do they do they still do the thing on animal crossing where um the weeds come up if you don't visit it like yeah visit your village so. for a while okay. yeah and like cockroaches oh yeah in your house yeah yeah do be annoying yep yep <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah but yeah you have a background in design and like you taught design did you I explain your thing, thing. <laughs> yeah 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 um so I studied design and visual communication, which for those who don't know what that is, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't like to say this, but like the, the easiest way for people to understand it is it's in a nutshell, it's graphic design, um, but it's like much broader than that. Um, you can definitely go look it up if you're interested uh, more about what it is. Uh, but so I studied that. I did my honors degree in that. And in that honors year, I started teaching uh, as a tutor what at is, university. Sorry, what is honors year? Oh, uh, wait, do you guys not have like a... So the the hierarchy is like of your credentials is like a bachelor's, right? And then it's like a bachelor's honors. So it's like the next one up. And then it's master's, I think. 
that right? And then a PhD, right? I think that's how it goes. For where I am anyway in Alberta, Canada, it's like, I don't think I've heard of a bachelor's honors, but maybe that's just me. But mm. I, it, yeah, like bachelor's, master's, PhD is what I know. Yeah, it's it's like the in-between. Um, yeah, and yeah. Um, okay. Even even then, my course does it like a little bit differently. Like you get a taste of what masters is like in terms of like it's very um, heavily research focused, whereas your bachelor's, like your undergrad, is pretty like hands on. It has like theory stuff and um, research components, but it's like honors is where it's like it's very um, research heavy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did that. I started teaching. By teaching, I mean like tutoring first year students, and then. I pretty much continued that up until end of last year, the end of 2021, um, before I realized like, yeah, I can't keep putting my feet in, you know, two boats. Like it's a bit, Mm -hmm. it's getting a bit much. Um, So that's when I decided to uh, stop teaching, um, which is very sad because I actually really, really enjoy teaching and I really, really love design. So really sad to let it go. Um, I also interned, like, you know how after uni, if you can't get into a full-time job straight up, like you tend to do like internships and you kind of explore around hoping that it's like an entry into a full-time job. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I did. And that was the trajectory of my career path up until Twitch came along. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So like after I finished my honors, I did an internship for three months and then I pretty much was... Uh, offered to do Twitch, full, like an opportunity to do Twitch full time. And I thought, uh, why not? This is wildly crazy. Um, <laughs> parents probably not going to like it, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, it's yeah. good that you, I mean, that you went for it, I think. Hmm. So far, it seems like it's been paying off really well. Yeah. I want to see how long yeah, I can do yeah. it for. <laughs> yeah. Your community has been growing so fast. And it's, um, it's pretty, <laughs> it's kind of chaotic in there sometimes. Oh, it's always <laughs> chaotic it's like, in there. <laughs> it's amazing. Like the same people show up every time. Mm. It's, it's great. <laughs> Hopefully a good chaos. Hopefully we're only <laughs> yeah. giving. It is good chaos. Good chaos energy vibes. <laughs> good. Whew. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, even you got a shout out from T-Pain for, on Twitch, right? Uh, yeah that's a thing that happened yeah the tragedy oh the tragedy is that i don't think he actually knows like how twitch works properly like i don't think he hangs in people's streams long enough to actually understand how it works other than like Mm. going live and like he does his um stream really really well but like how how like little things operate so like i saw um in one of like his vods when he actually did make that comment about like Yo, she's lit. Um, uh, he wanted to subscribe, which I was like pretty shocked to see. So he clicked the subscribe button, saw that he needed to log in, and he was like, "Ah, oh, I like." It. He, I think he just assumed that he already he subscribed. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I don't know where that went, but um, the, you know, it's the thought that counts. I was very yeah, honored. Yeah, I was very very honored. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Look at you being recognized by people amazing people in the industry well like that's the thing right like I feel like I have met so many incredible people including you who just like 
you know, you can't help but compare. Right? Mm. Like I feel like a fraud on Twitch. Like I meet all these incredible people who are genuinely musos. They come up to me and they're like, oh, like I think, you know, you're like, you're super awesome. Like I admire you heaps. I'm like, what? You admire me? There's no way. <laughs> like I feel so you're amazing. Okay. No, stop. You're amazing. Stop. <laughs> Your streams are great. Uh, they're chaotic sometimes but it's also very cozy somehow yeah i don't it's cozy know how that and works I, I, <laughs> it's a weird balance yeah i always get that comment that it's like super cozy and but i know it's like chaotic so i'm like but how and i we, we just meme a lot so like i don't understand how it's cozy but i'm glad you know it's a good thing to be you know known for <laughs> yeah well i think your voice is probably it, your voice makes it really cozy probably <laughs> but yeah that could be it that could be it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very stark contrast. I like I get this comment a lot that it's like a stark contrast between like my speaking voice and my singing voice. Whereas I think yours is like the perfect like consistency of just oh. <laughs> like gentle and it's like it hugs you, you know, your voice oh. just hugs you. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, the imposter syndrome thing, have you found any ways to get around that or is it just kind of like it crops up and you just... Yeah. I don't know. How do you I deal mean, with that? I deal with it on a very consistent basis. <laughs> uh, like, dang, I think uh, in all fields of work, you're going to feel imposter syndrome. It's weird. It's a weird commonality that we all share. I don't know. I feel like unless you're like a super cocky person, you'll in some way feel like imposter syndrome to some, like mm -hmm. to a certain degree. Um, like I dealt with it this morning. Uh, which is why I was feeling yeah. a little bit mentally like, ugh. Um, ways to get around it. I think it really is just like repeating in my mind, like you have um, your own journey. You know, people are there. You're like your community enjoys and values you for a reason. Um, and that's got to that's gotta mean something, right? That's got to count for something. Um, that's one thing. I think as long as I enjoy what I do, that's the thing that's going to keep me going on Twitch. And the, you know, the interaction with the community is what's going to keep me going on Twitch. And I think sometimes when I start to feel the imposter syndrome is when I start to focus too much on what shouldn't matter as much. Like you hear, you hear people talking about like the numbers game, you know, the view count dropping and everything. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really like uh, disheartening and, um, like the growth of the growth, you know, depending on what metric you're using of your channel is not going the way you want it to. Um, but then I realized like, yeah, I mean, that's not actually what matters most to me. Like what matters most is that people, um, are still coming to hang out with me and they enjoy my presence and, um, I get to play music for them and we get to all enjoy music together. I think that's um, what keeps me grounded. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Mm. That's a good perspective to have. <laughs> yeah. How, well, how, I don't know. Like, how about you? It's different for everyone. Like, how do you I, deal with it? Well, okay. Yesterday on my stream, when I sang Jealous, my song Jealous. Oh, I asked you about that. Yes. You. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do, do go You're on. You're like, who are you jealous about? Like, spill the tea. I'll fight them. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But. Well, when I wrote that song, though, it wasn't it had nothing to do with like Twitch or anything because I hadn't or maybe I started stream, but like it was very early on and Jealous was 
not about this at all. It was about like seeing people do fun things in another city or whatever. And I like, I wanted to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And there are like other reasons, other little small things that are really irrelevant and not important at all. But <laughs> I made a song from it. Mm. Um, but not to like, I don't know, just <laughs> when you said that, and this whole imposter syndrome thing and like comparison on Twitch with numbers and analytics and all mm. like you started streaming. I couldn't help but compare myself to you sometimes. Oh, and the like, same. Absolutely same. Yeah. You probably you probably don't know that. Like I probably felt the same about you as well. <laughs> but like you're amazing. And I hate feeling jealous of people or envious because that kind of has like a neg negative connotation to it. Mm. But like. I admire you so much and you deserve all the good things and everything that that's <laughs> happened. <laughs> but like early on, I would be like, oh man, well, Haley's got so many views. Haley's got so many followers. She's got a Twitch partner. And like you started in September of 2020 mm. and it's only been like a year-ish. It's been, I don't know what time is either anymore. <laughs> yeah, no but idea like, what year it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hasn't been that long and you've accomplished so much. Mm. It's it's really awesome to see. Mm, but yeah. Thank you. But that like feeling of like jealousy or imposter syndrome mm. exists sometimes. Yeah. But like yeah. yeah. I mean I think I think I had a chat with um many people about this and you know like just I realized yeah there's just always there's always no matter what always. you do yeah always no matter what you do how hard you try how good you get, how much you achieve, there is always going to be someone better than you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and what I realized, I'm like, I guess like another way that I get out of it is that I remember, you know what, like it's okay. Like I recognize that there's always going to be someone better than me, but I'm happy with being myself. I'm happy with being yeah. with where I'm at. Um, yeah. And and that should be enough. That should mm -hmm. be enough. I've already, I'm already like so um grateful gratitude is one thing that always oh, yeah, keeps me definitely. grounded just always um before every stream after every stream I always just kind of ruminate a little bit on how thankful I am how like I am not entitled to anything that I have not entitled to any of these people like that's why I feel extra grateful that people come to my stream like dang you're not entitled to come you're like <laughs> taking time out of your day to hang here and like it doesn't matter if you're lurking or whatever you're still listening like that like mm. you could be listening to something else like yeah you might be listening to like five other streamers but you're still like you still have me on <laughs> and yeah for that I guess like I you know just being really grateful um keeps me grounded when whenever I feel um imposter syndrome too yeah yeah I'm jealous that's great mm. yeah I feel like I do the same usually mm. at the end of streams because whenever my ending song is now A Million Dreams from The Greatest Showman. That's why I heard you singing and it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a request from somebody <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, it was your, yeah. It was your ending song, yeah. It's replaced Fireflies for a while now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah, every time I sing that, I'm like, when I get to the chorus and it's about dreams and like how amazing things are, how great life is. I'm like sitting here singing to all these people that I can't see, but like, you know, they're there and they're chatting and I'm like, this is really fun. And I get to just make music and sing and do something that I love and people are here for it. Like, I don't know why you're here, but you're it's here. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so it's a really yeah. beautiful thing. 
It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Daniel asks, what makes you uncomfortable streaming, if anything? What makes me uncomfortable? <laughs> that's a good question, Daniel. Yeah, that's a good question. I think, actually, it's a very timely question because I think prior to maybe my last stream, I wouldn't have been able to give an answer. Um, but one of the things, this is, uh, as with everything, I like to give a bit of context before I say something. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I want to be able to do with my channel is to build uh, a space where people feel welcomed and feel like they, like, it doesn't matter, like, if you're, you know, feel like a bit of an outlier in society generally, like you still feel welcomed no matter where you come from, no matter your background um, in my stream. The difficulty in doing that is, so when trolls come in, <laughs> mm. when, uh, when, yeah, when trolls come in or when people, um, for a lack of better words, are just a little bit disrespectful with what they say, um, not necessarily perhaps talking smack about you, but just like saying like odd things that like, I, you know, I try to like be like, oh, cool to like everything. Mm -hmm. But some people just have like their own, like they're talking to themselves, but in the chat almost. They're not like, they're, yes. there's no, there's no willingness to like actually reach out to anybody specifically in the chat and have a conversation with them or with the streamer. They're just kind of like doing their own thing. Um, so I think the, the tough thing about streaming for me, um, is like it's the, the biggest blessing about streaming is the community but it also is quite hard to handle sometimes since so yesterday I was thinking uh, you know I want my channel to be a really welcoming and open um space but like I don't know how to show people grace when they are like that <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. um yeah. so I think that's the hardest thing I have to deal with with streaming that yeah that that'd probably be it Hmm. Hmm. That's a that's a good example. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really awkward when that I happens. Know. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to ignore you, but also, like, I don't know. Maybe they're just looking for attention. I don't know. It's it's mm -hmm. a bit it's a bit difficult to navigate around. But um, yeah. I don't know. What yeah. about you? What? Well, like, what's your biggest struggle? <laughs> streaming. That's a good question. It is actually I really. I did not good think question. about an answer for this. <laughs> That's okay. Neither like, did I. I'm just gonna ask Kaylee, and then she can she can answer. Uh, <laughs> I like. I want to hear. Like you know, I want to hear yeah. your side as well for sure. I think. Well, I think that usually it's like my streams. I it, they're fun. Streams are always really fun and really exciting to get to talk to people and interact with everybody. Mm. But like, on occasion, I will just feel so dead yeah. so tired that uh, yeah like, yeah i'm like this stream is terrible and sometimes i'll voice it and i'll say that i feel like this is going kind of terribly but like chat is really nice and they're like they're all very supportive yeah. <laughs> but i sometimes just feel like i don't have the energy to give but i really want to or like it'll just plummet in the middle of a stream Mm -hmm. and i'll feel really bad about that <laughs> yeah 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 a hundred percent can relate to you like mm -hmm. i definitely have had streams where i'm like oh sick i'm so keen to stream and then like that lasts for probably like a solid 10 minutes and i'm like man when will this end <laughs> <laughs> i'm a little bit i'm a little bit like man i love i love hanging out with y'all but like i am 
like mm-hmm. feeling yeah feeling real tired all of a sudden um and i i don't want to talk to anybody but also like yeah. i think i think um as streamers we've like well especially streamers who've committed to a schedule um it's it is you like work like yeah how many days a week do you stream now um it's mostly been kept at four days um but for that's so much <laughs> oh is it wait how, how often for do you me, stream anyway i just stream twice a week it used wait, to be three times twice? but oh then i dropped it to two yeah oh. i was feeling a little burnt out and then and your streams are all like four five hours uh, right yeah they're, they're pretty long actually that's another struggle that i have with the streams <laughs> is that i my mods my entire community will know this i struggle to keep on time because mm-hmm. i just when I'm riding the wave, I'm riding it hard. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, there's that. But uh, I I don't know. Well, for now, I've, like, stripped it down to three days. I'm going to bring it back to four days a week um, soon in, a, in, like, maybe one or two months. But, like, I think, like, the amount of days that you have going on, it actually makes a lot of sense because I was actually just thinking about how much you do. And actually, it's really inspiring. Like you, you do really inspire me and admire your um, uh, work ethic and how hardworking you are. Because, like, I see that it's you know, it's not, it's not just the streams. Like, it's you know, you have your Patreon, you compose, um, you do a lot of composing, you do a lot of writing, you um, do a lot of social stuff. Like, you highlight, you clip, you post, all of that. Like, I see it, and I'm like, like that's kind of what I want to achieve you know like yeah so I mean it makes sense like yeah four days a week is great I think but it actually the more I think about it like it doesn't actually give me too much room to do the other stuff uh, that I want to do which is actually when I kind of want to focus a little bit more on for this year I suppose so um yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes we'll see I'm just gonna ask like what what do you want to do with your do you want to just keep streaming on Twitch how it is right now? Or like, do you want to expand to anything, to doing anything else? Or Yeah, well, um, I've, I'm traditionally horrible at disciplines. So <laughs> I tell myself, I'm going to post more on TikTok, you know, because TikTok is the thing now. Oh, yeah. Um, but I posted one video at Christmas and that was it. I vanished from TikTok. <laughs> so I'm hoping to get um into I think the goal, the overall goal is to um bring people to Twitch. So like mm-hmm. Twitch I'm hoping will be my main space, you know, my like my mm-hmm. main work. But that also doesn't mean that um I want to shut myself off from other A, like avenues of income and B, like just ways of, I don't know, like getting people I don't know. Like I basically just want to, yeah, exactly. I basically just kind of want to create an ecosystem where, um, it all kind of feeds back into Twitch. Um, Mm -hmm. so like, I'm not, I'm not on TikTok to be a TikTok star. Like I want people to eventually come through and visit like a stream. That's kind of the goal. Um, same with YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to work on uh, YouTube a little bit more, but I like don't know how I'm going to do that yet. So I need to plan that out a bit more thoroughly. And then, um, a uh, boomercado avocado kids has a uh, shout out to him incredible guy um has always encouraged me to do patreon um and you I, should do it yeah but i don't want to put there like i'm like i couldn't put anything out there that people would want to like subscribe to i don't know like it's gonna be like yeah, ex- you know yeah well some people apparently just want to support 
like without expecting any more of a return or anything they're like thank you for existing i want to support you (laughs) so sweet oh man man Man, hope in humanity restored faith in humanity restored (laughs) honestly just like being on twitch has restored my (laughs) faith in humanity just like the kindest people there you know yeah you really Mm -hmm. get like the deeper sense of like i want to support you and i you know i'm not like trying to get anything back out of you because other than just like you being you which is like crazy mind-blowing idea to try to comprehend yeah it's amazing though and like so many people i did not know like well i didn't really know what twitch was like two years ago (laughs) but like after starting to stream and meeting all these people on twitch and the music community is so wholesome and like (laughs) so many people do charity streams and such that I didn't know that was a thing before, but like so many people do charity streams and it's amazing what, like how generous people are yeah. and how, how much they care for each other. Yeah. And tell so me I about think- it. I'm just like, man, why, <laughs> don't, why don't people usually like run charities through stream, like through streaming? Right? Cause like, yeah. Cause I'm just thinking about like back in the day when I used to get people to try to um, like support a charity, it'd be like, you'd be grinding so hard. Whereas like, you know, in real life, whereas like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, just the Twitch community is a very giving place. And especially when it comes to charities, especially ones that you believe in, um, they're super supportive, Mm -hmm. which is like, bless you. It's for a good cause. (laughs) Do you ever feel like, like with Twitch being like your full-time thing now, because we, we mentioned how sometimes our energy just is not there and like, we can't do a stream. You just like cannot. Do you feel that pressure to constantly stream mm. as yeah. it is your full-time yeah gig now. <laughs> yeah exactly i i think the beauty of twitch is that um you can kind of choose whenever you want to take a day off right <laughs> and you can choose whenever you want to stream uh, i do think this idea that it's a full-time job though like definitely forces you to like uh show up Sometimes when you don't mm-hmm. feel like it. And I think that's okay too. And I think because it's work, that's that's just going to be the nature of work. Like you can't always take your like, you know, days off. But uh, for the most part, I feel like really lucky in that the days where I do stream tend to kind of make up for the days where um, like today I took off um, streaming like very last minute because I was like, oh, my voice isn't feeling the best. I probably shouldn't push it given, given like the COVID circumstances now too. I was a bit cautious there. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. And then, and then like, just when you're having a really bad mental health day, like I think like, dang, I'm so lucky that I'm in, you know, like that I'm a streamer and that um, I can just call it off, you know, whenever I want and the community will be so supportive of it. Whereas like, if I were to, you know, you can't just say like, Hey man, I'm having a rough mental health day. Can I take a day off work? And the, you know, boss is obviously going to be like the heck no, <laughs> we got work to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, d- I definitely do feel like a sense of responsibility. <laughs> Hopefully, thank goodness <laughs> that I do still have that sense of responsibility. Um, yeah. I think it's important to show up as well sometimes, but you just got to know mm. when, you know, like I think sometimes I overcompensate as well. Um, for the amount of time I stream like I go over time a lot so like I think that kind of makes up for the days that like I don't stream sometimes and I think Mm. it's really good to like what streaming's helped me be able to do is um have like a better life balance 
you know, like in terms of like rest and work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's given me the space to be able to like balance that a bit better. I don't know about you. Well, it's been helpful uh, that like now that I'm out of school, this Twitch streaming kind of gives me like a thing to do. Mm, mm-hmm. And like it's generating some revenue as well. And so like that's it feels validating and it's, it doesn't feel like I'm just like wasting my days away. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> also, that question of like, do you feel pressure to constantly create mm. was from from Fong. That was her question. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, oh, to constantly create? I think yeah. that's a different question to like to constantly stream. All right. Well, <laughs> I think. Do you I feel think the pressure the, to constantly create? The, the short answer to that would be, um, yeah, I do. Like, which is why I kind of want to work on it more. I feel like I'm not giving my like, I'm not giving people enough. You know, like I, oh. that's why. That, hence, like trying to think about like what I can do on um, TikTok and YouTube as well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I have like Spotify. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Spotify. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, if it weren't for you and Gibson and Kim, the people that I've collabed with, I would have nothing on Spotify. Um, because I'm just like I'm just so intimidated by the idea of like putting something up there, you know. Whereas like if it's a collab, at least like it's not mm. just me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's well. I'm glad that we got you on there. Yeah, (laughs) but now that you're on there, you gotta keep. Oh no! Come on. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. I know. Literally, one of the first like questions that people ask when they come in: Do you have Spotify? Do YouTube? Mm. My YouTube's just like I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know I do, but it's also like it's barren, (laughs) (laughs) completely barren. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm making as much as I want to. Like, I have so many. I think are. cool ideas i just don't know how to execute them um and what i like i don't have the the time to do all of it as well so i'm like trying to pick my battles but also i'm like i'm overwhelmed by the amount of work that i have to do but i'm also recently thinking like well it's not something you're meant to do alone start like building a team Mm. so i guess that maybe Mm. that's like the next step like building a team you know like Mm. you always you always want like control over like your ideas yeah. because it's like I have a very specific idea of how to execute this and I think it's going to be incredible like leaving in someone else's hands is like anxiety inducing yeah. <laughs> yeah even with like I want to like re-release all or redo all of the things that I put out <laughs> but yeah. like so recently for talk to me that was the first so like my latest song on Spotify is the first song that I got somebody else to oh, master for me was that like a and very like stock kind of feel? Yeah. Yeah. And like kind of do a little bit of mixing as well. Mm-hmm. We did like stem mixing. So like I did all the production, the writing, and I mixed it. But then I sent it over to my friend. He then mixed the stems a little bit and yep. adjusted some more stuff and mm-hmm. did the mastering. But like before that, I was like, like I really wanted, I felt like my music was missing something. Mm-hmm. And like you can only do so much. I would love to be like good at everything, yeah. <laughs> but like you can't be professional in every single aspect. Yeah. And so I sent it off, but I was, I was, yeah, I was like, I don't know like how to, one, I don't know how to like tell people what I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a struggle for me. And then also just feeling like I'm giving control to somebody else. Yeah. But that really wasn't the case because it was just, it was a lot of back and forth of like, how do you like this? What do you want me to change? And like, mm. it was just like a good collaboration. But mm. yeah, sending it off was definitely. I know it's initially like my baby. was like I don't know. I yeah. don't know. 
how to ask you to do, you know, like this thing. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's really, really insightful. I think I'm really scared. I think I'm really scared of doing that because I because I also don't really know what I want. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know how to like tell people like this is like how I imagine it to be. So I think that's why I'm pretty much like I haven't recorded anything for Spotify because I'm like, I don't know how to go about um, doing this or like achieving what I have in mind. And, um, but it's, it's really insightful. That's really insightful information. And yeah, yeah. I think like, like also having somebody else listen and help, like Mm. it gives more ideas and like, maybe that'll give you more of an idea of what you don't want, (laughs) which helps Mm. narrow things down. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Like I, um, I guess like I needed that reminder of um, like you can't be good at every single thing, and like um, sometimes you do actually just need help from other people. It's a hard thing to accept, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so curious now of like what your ideas are. I just have like. I get flashes of like, you know, visuals in my brain of like, you know, what things could be like, you know, YouTube videos and all that stuff. I have like visualizations of that in my head, but um, yeah, it's just like, I mean, I don't have the time to execute this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. But uh, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully you will get a sense of what they are, what these ideas are as I slowly, Mm -hmm. hopefully roll them out. Yes. By the time this podcast episode comes out, you'll have these ideas executed (laughs) no guarantees no guarantees (laughs) (laughs) yeah um it's like talking about streaming a lot you've been kind of vocal about when you feel burnt out from it Mm. and how do you how do you how do you recover from burnout Mm. um yeah gosh i think um i've experienced burnout for yeah a very long time um, particularly in university, I think that's kind of where I learned how to deal with it first and also like creators block too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes, I mean, like, I think firstly, I think burnout is just like a sign of like, you are handling more, sorry, you are dealing with more than you can probably handle at this current moment. So you should take a step back um, reevaluate what you can do and the changes that you need to make to, you know, make this more manageable. So I think, I think the way I deal with it is I, uh, take a step back. I reevaluate, I do something relaxing, something that I want to do, something that is like purely feels selfish and, you know, just to please myself, nobody else. I think being a huge people pleaser as well, that like, Mm has a lot of negative effects, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel that. Yeah, I know. Um, definitely, definitely. Cause I, I feel that like all my life being, you know, raised by Asian parents is just like compliment <laughs> me, validate me. <laughs> I just don't want to be a disappointment. Um, yeah. So just chill out a little bit and, um, come back to it with a refreshed mindset. I think it's also really important to that, you don't make that same burnout mistake again. <laughs> mm. Like I think mm-hmm. um, what I did in uni was handled like, you know, l- left things to last minute, like ha- was doing more that I could handle. 
And I was like, oh, like I broke down. I was like, this is it. I'm burning out. I can't do this anymore. I completely shut myself off from everything and then took that time to relax. And then I'm like, okay, like I genuinely felt like I was over it. So I was like, okay, I like, let, let, let's do it all over again. So I feel like the way to approach, like, yeah, when you approach burnout that way, you're actually just sweeping your problems under the, like the core issues under the rug. So mm. what, yeah, what I've learned over time now is that to like properly deal with burnout, you got to like make changes to, you know, deal with either deal with it better or like try to avoid getting to the point where you are actually managing um, or like dealing with more than you can actually manage. Mm. Yeah. Good insights. Yeah. <laughs> what like school you went to school for, for design for this creative, it's a creative field. Mm. Yeah. What happens if you get a creative block? when you like have to make things mm, i know right like especially when you got deadlines yeah exactly yeah um i don't like i think it's different for everyone for me it's um i gotta find that inspiration again what i tend to do i think it's actually quite similar now that i'm on twitch similar kind of mm -hmm. thing not necessarily like a writer's block or like a creative block or just when i'm feeling like really low uh, or feeling like stuck um, or that mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Um, with design, it was like, I just need something to inspire me. That that was one part of dealing with it. So I just have a look at a lot of different kind of design. So it can either come from other people's work or it can come from the things around me. So actually like, as you probably could tell on my personal Instagram, that like <laughs> I take a lot of pictures of like nature and stuff. I'm really inspired by like just creation in general so beautiful There's so many beautiful natural things so i'm really inspired by nature yeah. as well um and then um the other thing is i think you just got to do what i learned in honors was that like i i got to a point in my project where i just had like the biggest creative block and then my tutors well obviously there's a deadline coming up uh, my tutors obviously have heaps of experience with it and so their advice for me was just you just gotta make doesn't matter if you think it's crap or not you just got to do something and you know what like i found in doing that um i learned a lot in making like crap things and because like i also made something that you know had potential during that time it wasn't quite there yet it had potential and it actually um was became like a really really scuffed a low-fi prototype of what eventually became like my honors project. So like, actually you just gotta, even if it's like crap, you just, I think sometimes you just gotta do. And other times you just need to find inspiration and step back a little bit too. And it's, yeah. it's the same with streaming. Like I, if I'm not feeling like streaming, like I'll just hop around to other people's streams. And I feel really inspired. Cause they're just, it's so incredible seeing people do like awesome things. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do, awesome. yeah. Do you have any like insight on how you um, get over that as well? It could, it could be different. I'm, I'm curious as well. Yeah. No, um, pretty similar. I was going to say that, like, there's been, like, studies that people have done. There was, like, an example of, like, some photography class where the prof split the class into two. Mm. And they, like, had one group take a hundred pictures or whatever it was. And, like, they had to get that quantity to yeah. get the grade. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other class was, like, they have to produce a perfect photograph mm. and, like... They get graded on if it's perfect. And so like the group that took 100 photographs, they actually improved more than the mm -hmm. group who didn't 
take like any photos because they're just worrying about like yeah. ruminating on like what makes a good photograph absolutely sort of thing. <laughs> yeah absolutely i think when you overthink something too much as well you sit on it for too long mm-hmm. or you sit on an idea or like you know when it comes to making stuff sometimes you know it's about it's really important to get the scribbles out there right like i'm i'm a perfectionist and i think a lot of creative people can be um perfectionists mm-hmm. as well like you have this fear of like oh it needs to be perfect before I can put it out there in the world actually like you know you just need to start with the scribbles and the sketches before you come up with a masterpiece so absolutely can resonate with that yeah Yeah. also the jingle for this podcast was actually a loop that I made on stream (laughs) there you go there you go you never know what you'll make yeah, I left this song, I left the music for the podcast to the very end. Like I set a deadline of like the date that I was going to launch the podcast. <laughs> Everything was ready to go. First episode ready. I got clips ready. And like, I just didn't have music. <laughs> and I was having kind of a block, a creative block. And I still have, I think I'm coming out of it now. But like, mm. recently, I've been in it. And so on stream, I just it kind of helped that my voice wasn't feeling too good. And so I oh. did like a guitar loop. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting how that works out, right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. It's great. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. I find that also as well, like when you give yourself constraints, like very tight constraints, um, you actually like might produce something good with that. I find that if you mm. have too much freedom with things, um, yeah, it's actually like either A, you don't know where to start or B, like you don't know, um, what to do with it so um the tighter the like the brief or like you know like constraints that you give yourself the better the Mm. result might be so for example like yeah the 100 photos thing like that's a very clear constraint you just gotta like take as many as you can and yeah something good might come out of it you know never know Mm. your photography yeah not me stalking your instagram last night (laughs) yeah i was like (laughs) Wait a second, did I get a comment from like Mervs and like why is this such an old photo as well? Yeah. It's such a good photo. You have so many good photos on there. Thank you. Was, oh, I had was, no idea that you did photography. Better. Yeah, it was much better <laughs> when I was able to travel and I was out and about. I I feel very I mean, mm-hmm. the Instagram there, the content has been paused for a very long time because um because I haven't been able to go out and about and explore and stuff. Yeah, I love photography. And also you're an incredible photographer yourself and you really oh, go thanks. out and enjoy and you take photos of people and nature, I see. My photography page has also been pretty stagnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has not been updated. What is your favorite place to travel to? So a lot of different places on there. Yeah. I think anywhere. Oh, gosh, it's a great question. Or like, where haven't you been? <laughs> oh, I've, I haven't been to a lot of places, girl. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. I think I really like places that give me a sense. Wow, I didn't actually think about it. This is like super profound. I just like had a whole Ooh. like epiphany. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Yeah. And a lot of the photos that you see on my Instagram are quite telling of this too. Um, I actually thought like, why don't I really take photos of like city life and things like that? Um, and I think the reason is because like, I'm drawn to things that are quite peaceful or like a quite soothing and calming. Hence, like, even though, even though I think there's a couple of photos in there where I took of like some buildings in Vienna or something. Um, but it was just like the snow on, it was like so beautiful and serene. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I just really love, um, 
places that evoke a sense of stillness, like a sense of um, calmness um, and, yeah, and peace. So, I'll, and, and I tend to find that in nature, I guess, which is why I'm quite drawn to it. Yeah. Free from like man-made things and people. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you should come come to come to canada i know come here, i come want hang out. to girl i really want to <laughs> i really really want to but um my main concern with traveling is like it's mostly just it's not even the fact that i'll get covid because i'm like i probably will like no, it's, it's a yeah. one it's a wonder that i haven't got it yet <laughs> you know I it's feel all, that. yeah 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 <laughs> um especially when like cases are on the rise though I'd laugh if by the time this podcast comes out, I actually got COVID. But anyways, oh, no. I know, I know. no, let's not jinx it. Yeah, let's no. not, yeah, <laughs> knock on wood there. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, my main concern is more so that I can't get back. Like, I don't mm, have a problem oh, traveling. Yeah. It's just like if borders suddenly close, like I can't go back home. And it's fine that I can stream and stuff, but it's like it's not the same. And I'm like separated from everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. I still have a life that I need to you know, tend to <laughs> back at home. Yeah. That's the main thing. So for sure, after yeah. after restrictions ease and stuff, like properly, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you betcha. I'm, I'm coming. I'm going to TwitchCon. The whole the whole thing. The whole thing. I'm going to everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. People are talking about TwitchCon <sighs> 2022 in San Diego. And I'm, I'm like, like, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it's in yeah. like October or something, right? Why not? I'm like yeah, COVID. <laughs> oh, okay. So is, is it for you? Is it more like the danger of catching COVID or passing it on, or is it more like the similar kind of fear that I have of not going, not being able to go back home? I think the first, like mm. getting sick and also getting other people sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the other is also a, quite a concern too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd like to be able to go back home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. That's true. Well, yeah. at least, I mean, the thing is also, like, you're kind of close-ish to home. I mean, compared to where, like, me <laughs> traveling of. over to, tra- set, like, to San Diego. Yeah, but I think I think being so far from home is quite alarming. It can be a bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're far from, like, everything. every country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. just far from everything. <laughs> like, it takes, like, what, seven hours, I think, to, to fly to the other side of Australia to get out of it. And after that, really? it's like completely fine. Yeah, it's something ridiculous, like oh. like five to seven hours or something. I, oh. I just remember being in a plane. Um, oh, gosh, those were the good times. And like traveling, <laughs> traveling overseas and then like five hours later or something, I'd be like looking at the map, like really excited, like, oh, cool, I'm going to another country. I'm like, oh, I'm still in Australia. <laughs> five hours later, oh. still here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess that would be the same from like flying from where I am to East Coast Canada. If I'm going that way, it's true. Canada's huge as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Where, I mean, where do you want to travel to? Like, what's the first location that you want to travel to as soon as like it's okay to travel again? Oh, um, well, I've never been to Europe, so like hmm. probably probably France. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can you speak French? You probably can though, right? You you were taught it in high school and stuff in school, right? Yeah, yeah. French is actually a mandatory thing, language, yeah. second language that you had to learn yeah. throughout school. But I learned nothing. I retained nothing. nothing from that. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I like gave it another shot in university, and then my cousin introduced me to this program. It's called Explore, and it's like a government-funded thing 
So like anglophones learn French and francophones learn English and like they just pay for you to go to another city and like be immersed in French. <laughs> like, wow. It's like a whole summer, like a month of living in Montreal and I did it twice. So like in Montreal and Quebec City and yeah, that's fun. I retained some French from that. <laughs> Were you only speaking French there? Like mainly? Is is that what the aim of the program is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like you would have classes in the morning oh, and yeah. and then and then they would do activities after and like cultural activities. They would take you around the so, city, go to museums and whatever. Oh, and encourage you to fun. speak French. Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Traveling. Would you do a tour? Ooh. You know? Doing music tour? Yeah, girl, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know about this one. I don't, like, <laughs> it's very expensive to run one, I think. Um, just, like, the hiring of the venue costs alone. I don't know. If I get, like, huge, huge. Oh, by the way, I, I actually, I, <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge that I'm, like, actually huge or famous. I don't know why, but this was just <laughs> a thing, like, you know, when I kind of started out, um, yeah, I refuse to acknowledge it until I get to like at least 100k, <laughs> at least 100k followers. And until then, I feel like I'm still relatively small. Um, what are you at now? How many followers do you have now? Uh, almost 39k. So like, we're not even halfway. We're not even halfway. You're still got there. a long way to go. Still got a, still got a long way to go. Um, You're on billboards. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it was a huge privilege because then I was amongst people who were like, you know, people like Brock's in like the millions. <laughs> I'm just like the small streamer with like tens, tens of thousands only, only, but it's also it's a cool. lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think until I get like huge, huge, or if I get huge, huge, if I ever get to that point, then probably. Otherwise, You'll I get don't, there. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see, girl. We'll see. I don't want to get too hopeful, you know, because you never know with this industry, like how far you'll get. So I'm just going to milk it as much as I can, try as hard as I can. Here we go. That's good. Yeah. But I, like, I don't yeah. know. Have you, have you ever tried busking before? Honestly, I have not. Mm, maybe you should have give you? it a go. Because I was just thinking like, um, rather than doing tours, I don't know, like, just well, it, a busking it's, tour. <laughs> well, it's, it's not necessarily that like busking would replace touring for me, but like I guess it just made me think about like in terms of performing um, live for people. I I've always like really liked the idea of busking, and not from the viewpoint of I'm gonna get so much money from it because the reality is like people won't stop, like they'll just keep walking <laughs> mostly, right? And I just like this idea of, and I think it's the same. It's kind of the same on Twitch as well. Like, I just want to be able to play music with people in the background, you know? Mm. Like, there's something nice about people walking by and I'm just, like, their background music with, with, you know, without paying too much attention to, like, whether I'm earning anything from it. I just, I just like to, I feel like that'd be a selfish thing for me to just um, play my music for people to listen but not necessarily have to, like, give me anything back. Um, mm. I think that's kind of why, like, I, I enjoy this idea of busking. Um, yeah interesting yeah so like I'd, I'd like to be able to do it more but it's just like people people keep telling me like it's not worth <laughs> like it's not going to give you the return that you want but I'm like but it's like a performance but not really you know it's like a, it's like a chill <laughs> performance there's a lot of pressure in doing a tour 
Um, mm. I don't know if I'm good enough for that. I feel like I'm more a streamer than a performer slash musician, you know? I see. Mm. Well, I think it'd be cool. It'd be mm. fun. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. When yeah, COVID's all sort of thing as well. So I'm like, True. I don't want to be out and about okay, well. right now. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of our Twitch communities would love to be able to like meet us, meet yeah. like meet you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's why I was like, you should like totally go TwitchCon if you're able to. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, you'd be surprised by how many people like, mm. you know, want to meet you. All right. Daniel asks, what gets you up in the morning? What gets you up in the morning? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, well, I'm not really a morning person for one. <laughs> <laughs> so off, often I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, re- recently, I've been trying to develop better disciplines. Like I said earlier, I'm horrible at them. I want to be better at them. So waking up consistent, consistently is a thing. I think uh, in a metaphorical sense, not like in a not like in a literal sense. What gets me up in the morning? It could be literal too. <laughs> what gets me up in the morning? <laughs> coffee? <laughs> Straight up, just coffee gets me up in the morning. I think more and more, it's about making a difference to somebody's life. Making a positive. Sorry, that's very. It's very important that I say positive difference to somebody's life. I don't want to make somebody's life harder. Um, and I think. Yeah, You're like gonna wake up and make this person miserable. I know, I know. Yeah, that's the goal. I have made a difference to somebody's. <laughs> yeah, by the at least at the end of the day, I can tick the box. I've made a difference to somebody's <laughs> life today. No, that that that'd be horrible. <laughs> um, I think yeah, more and more and more and more so lately. Like as I kind of understand who I am as a person and what I want to do with my life, it's becoming more and more so. Um, that and. Even if I'm not directly um, doing that, I think it's important. The in-between times of not doing that is quite important as well, whether it's like personal development or growth or like maintenance of like life things. I think that all feeds back into that somehow, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, whether it's just like complimenting someone, um, like I think that does wonders, Um, giving someone a confident confidence boost um whether it be spending time with somebody yeah all of that i think that that is quite crucial to my everyday philosophy <laughs> yeah that's really sweet <laughs> what i mean what about you other than other than okay. wait you don't you don't drink coffee do you i drink tea yeah you drink tea yeah. i'm more of a tea person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't get the people who like run on just water I'm like what <laughs> you, do, you don't need caffeine you're telling me you don't need caffeine kudos to you yeah i don't know tea is more of like a yeah i don't know if it's the caffeine now or if it's just like it's nice to have like a warm drink in the morning yeah yeah at least it's cozy it's nice and cozy (laughs) exactly it's like the healthy equivalent of hot chocolate (laughs) yeah well there's also so much caffeine in chocolate as well that's true you make a good point (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I think, well, recently I've been really motivated to make stuff and create. Oh, that's and so, so awesome. Like, yeah. That gets me up in the morning. Oh, that's that's so awesome. <laughs> just like excited for projects. It's not really helpful for getting me to sleep, though, because I'll be oh, thinking about like. just buzzing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I could do this thing or maybe I'll do that. But also, like, if I have too many ideas like that, just I can't. 
I there's too many I don't know where to start yeah I can't do anything about it yeah that's that's precisely why I haven't like really executed any other stuff that I want to do too just so overwhelmed by what like by the possibilities of things Mm -hmm. that's such a great thing to wake up or wake up for (laughs) that's not always the case though sometimes just want to just chill in bed Mm -hmm. (laughs) just just lay there yeah me every day phone me every Mm -hmm. day (laughs) (laughs) I spend a good like maybe 15, 20 minutes on my phone before I get up. It's a horrible habit. I'm trying to get rid of it. I'm just trying to be like, okay, within the first 15 minutes of when my alarm rings, I have to force myself to get up. That's mm-hmm. like that's like the goal. Sometimes I've like fallen back asleep. If I don't have any commitments in the morning, I like wake up and then I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cold. I'm just going to stay here for a bit. <laughs> oh, that's so And then nice. I fall asleep again. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, see, it's not cold enough here to be able to do that. Like to stay cozy in bed. It never gets cold mm-hmm. enough for that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I can envision that in my head. The cozy winters. <laughs> oh, bless. I just need to yeah. move to a place that snows. I mean, you could come, you could come here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. You do have the friendliest people there, right? We've got, we got maple syrup. We've got nice, nice people. people. <laughs> Snow. That's what we need. Yeah. You got me. Yeah, that's, that's all I need personally. <laughs> <laughs> Eric asked oh, Eric. some deep questions. Oh, all right. Hit me with it, Eric. What you got for me? <laughs> what were the setbacks, the struggles, the triumphs no one's seen until now? Mm. Mm. Maybe, I, like, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what the question is, but maybe it's about, like, what I've talked about here. Mm. Like, until now, what I revealed, perhaps. Actually, I think there's a lot that I've revealed just like in this conversation. Um, yeah, we talked about a lot. Yeah, I think the first thing that came to mind is just like the biggest, the biggest setback is actually just my brain. You know, like I'm, I'm a firm, but like I, I don't, I think comparatively I haven't had, like I've been fortunate enough to not go through really, really um, deep mental health struggles which like, I know that I'm super privileged um, and other people have it like horribly. And I'm a huge believer in um, getting everyone to uh, speak up about their mental health more and um, being more open to reach out to people for help. Even though I personally haven't, like I think I'm a firm believer um, in other people who are, you know, especially going through having like having it harder than I am to do that. So I think, I think a lot of the setbacks like, really are just have been internal struggles. I've been thinking a lot more recently as well about how a lot of the setbacks that I've had are, um, I'm like, oh, do I expose them? Like, I I think, I think it does have to do with, and it's not their fault. I think my parents, not, not, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, my parents, I guess, like my upbringing, Maybe you won't talk to my parents. I don't, like, I don't want to really expose them. <laughs> like, let's just say my upbringing, I think, has as well been a setback in the sense that I feel like I've always really struggled to um, be comfortable like, yeah, with who I am as a person because I'm such a people pleaser and I don't want to disappoint my parents. Um, mm. And I think like going throughout high school, you know, I've never really been like hugely academically um well hmm, actually I don't know if that's 
True, because I did really, really well in university and in all the like the writing stuff that I did, but I like I did horribly in English in high school. So I don't think like my success. Well, actually, this is what I've been thinking about this morning too. Like what I keep having to tell myself is that my success or like, you know, whatever metric you're using to um, measure success, it doesn't define your value as a person. Um, and that's something that I really, really struggled to come to terms with. And it's something that I constantly have to keep reminding myself. That's, that's one of the biggest trials, you know, setbacks, I think. So yeah, like growing up, um, just, I've always really enjoyed creative things, but never really had the courage to pursue it because, um, Mm. it's unstable. Like, you know, like you're not guaranteed a future or like, Um, And, you know, like I know that they love me and it comes from a good place. Always, like most of the time, right, this doesn't apply to everybody, but most of the time Mm -hmm. your parents would just want the best for you. They just want to make sure that uh, you can stand on your own two feet, that you can um, manage yourself, Um, which is, I think, why there was a huge concern for when I was looking at like uni courses and stuff. I was like, "Er, none of this interests me. The only things that do interest me are design. Um, mm-hmm. and then my mom would be like, how about teaching secondary education and economics? I'm like, ah, that is oh, oh so gosh. far removed from what I enjoy at <laughs> all. Um, so yeah, I think, I think the fear of doing what I know that I'm passionate about and good at has been a setback. Some of something I've pi- a mindset that I've picked up recently, um, in the past couple of years as well is, uh, and I've put it in one of my stream go live notifications you know how i do like the um little line of encouragement or mantra or whatever um i um posted once don't let the fear of the outcome stop you from starting basically yes yeah so i think that is something that i have to constantly remind myself as well and that that has been um one of the main reasons why i don't do a lot of things as well because i'm just (laughs) fear of what it could be um yeah, a lot of, yeah. lot of yeah, a lot of the setbacks that I have mainly just like internal mental things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I always say is you never know until you try. Mm. And I guess that's kind of that's kind of similar in that way that like you just kind of have to go for it. You really don't know what will happen, what will come come of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm. It's really nice that you like know yourself enough that you know what you're passionate about and that you can you can go for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, d- I didn't like, I had no idea if you'd asked me like when I just finished high school, I would, yeah, I would have not known how to answer that. Life just happens to be that way. You just kind of explore and you figure out what you like and you don't like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't really know what to do for university either. Um, well, well, I mean, you you wanted to do design. You were like all for that. Having my mom as a who's a musician is kind of helpful in that way. That oh, like, she's a musician. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah runs runs through <laughs> the genes. Runs yeah. Runs in the family. Yeah. When they're in Taiwan, she was like part of the Chinese orchestra playing guzheng. Wow. Chinese either. Yeah, and so like she teaches that here now. But so like it's nice to have somebody who kind of understands. Yeah. <laughs> understands this the creative side of things Mm -hmm. but yeah I also I didn't really want to do music for university I wanted to do architecture and I mentioned this like in the last episode that I like I talked about this yeah I wanted to do architecture but I realized I was really bad at math 
So, <laughs> and like, I was having a lot of fun <sighs> learning yeah. flute and band and doing that. Mm. That was like the only thing I was good at. So I went for that in university. Mm. So interesting yeah. how that all works out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're an incredible muso. So I'm like, I feel like there are just, I mean, I know that like I'm, I still feel bad about calling myself a musician, but I like people, people always say just like, just, you are a musician. Just stop. accept it. Yeah. You no, are. Just yeah. <laughs> I think like as a musician now, I'm like, dang, I really wish I like had the proper education for it. Mm. So I knew how things worked properly. I now, if I want to do that, I now have to make the time to teach yeah. myself almost. So it's, it's the same with design. Like, um, you could come out, call yourself a designer, but it's it's still different to getting that education. Like you learn these mm-hmm. little things that you wouldn't be able to learn normally. So um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I almost wish that my parents forced me to do something like piano. Like every single other Asian kid yeah. um, before, <laughs> was forced to like learn the violin or piano. And it's mm-hmm. funny because I was forced to do like swimming and ballet and stuff but like never piano so weird oh yeah so weird (laughs) interesting yeah daniel asks best tip for not procrastinating oh if you have any yeah i'm a huge procrastinator so this is an interesting question (laughs) great (laughs) yeah um over the years what i've learned is to um have clear to-do lists scheduling Mm -hmm. and a routine is very very important and i think what something that i almost kind of picked up from co-working streams actually um is like you know the the pomodoro yeah yeah the pomo method so but like i feel like if i were to do the pomodoro method on my own it wouldn't really work out because i'd just be like getting distracted and things like that i think there's a couple ways Mm -hmm. you can stop yourself from procrastinating you need to identify what is distracting you or like why why are you procrastinating um Mm -hmm. like if you're really glued to your phone all the time i would suggest like an app like i think it's called forest one where like you um do you know it it's like, so a, like plant a tree, grow yeah, a tree yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a productivity app where like you, not by the way, not sponsored, just, just putting it out there. Um, yeah, like, Unless. Um, <laughs> sponsor me, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so like you can look into it yourself, but um, it's it's it might help you with like not touching your phone. Um, more so identify the things that you, um, that are distracting you. Um, but for me, I think really like accountability has always helped me with heaps of stuff. Like, um, like my disciplines, actually, it's pretty much like mostly helping with my disciplines, like having someone keep you accountable or something to keep you accountable, um, is really, really helpful for productivity. So not so much doing the Pomodoro method on my own has helped, but rather having someone to work alongside with doing it together has always been really encouraging. So um, I guess if you are a huge procrastinator, maybe doing like a co-working session where like you you might just stay in call with somebody and um, set like a timer for both of you where it's like you don't touch anything else. You just purely focus on your work and then you have a break where you can chat, do whatever you want and then get back into it. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah, good tips. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think getting started on things is the hardest part. Yeah. But this also like came up in the last chat that I had and also came up, I'm reading Atomic Habits right now. And is that the one 
that you showed on, no 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 the one you showed no. on stream was something about <laughs> sleeping yeah the one that i mentioned on stream was why we sleep uh, yeah yeah and yeah this other book is atomic habits i've just just like been reading a lot <laughs> recently mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome um, yeah but yeah it like one of the things is they have like a two minute rule or something um it's basically like you, you set a time for yourself of like you're only going to do this task for two minutes mm. like you just have to start and mm -hmm. do it for like a short amount of time and you'll find that once you're in it you'll just want to keep going yeah i was talking to becky from becky and chris the other day uh podcast episode before this one mm -hmm. <laughs> and she also talks about doing this for when she's she finds that she's stuck and she like can't mm. she needs the motivation to start working she'll like set a timer for 15 minutes or whatever and she'll just be in the zone and then end up doing all the work that's that is such a good tip i'm gonna i'm gonna force myself to do that the next time i'm yeah, worried about starting something but yeah absolutely you're right like actually the hardest part like one of the main reasons why i procrastinate is just like oh, i know it's gonna be like a long daunting task mm -hmm. um as well so yeah you just need to you just need to force yourself to do it in a short amount of time i guess that's that's a good tip um just like one more question who who are your musical inspirations oh there's so many there's so <laughs> many i think people who i don't know people inspire me in different ways um, I think I think the main ones that come to mind instantly, Bon Iver, um, mm. Sylphian Stevens. I think I think those two are quite obvious. Um, mm -hmm. Not necessarily. I don't think you can see a direct correlation between like the way I do music and yeah, and the way they do it. But I think they they still inspire me a lot. Like, uh, I I just think that they're so masterful with their music in this in the way that they create. Um, like the, like, how do they envision all these instrumentals? You know, mm -hmm. um, it's just beautiful. Um, and lyrically, I think a lot of what they say doesn't make sense. It's like overly poetic <laughs> and abstract for me, but it sounds nice. So I don't know. There's, I'm a little bit iffy about that. Um, but sometimes there are, yeah, I, I like, yeah, I think a little bit too abstract for me sometimes. Um, but I think the way that they, um, write is beautiful as well bit more of an obscure reference i think some a band that has been quite um key for me when i kind of started thinking about music more seriously is a band called woodlock um they're from melbourne in australia and they're also like indie folk i think they have um incredible songwriting ability as well uh, the ability to tell a story um we'll have to the, check yeah them out later yeah yeah for sure you should <laughs> there there are so many more um vocally i think uh a huge inspiration has been and like th i think this one's a little bit more obvious because our um tone is a little bit similar um is would be iu i don't really listen to much k-pop but i um or like korean music in general but i think um when i first listened to her i was like oh gosh her voice is so gorgeous and it's like super airy and stuff and so i think i think mm. the tonal quality um of our voices and that's in some very very small sense which is obviously <laughs> like far superior is um yeah so I, like i kind of take inspiration a little bit from her as well um vocally i think she's probably the closest cool. person like i vocally take inspiration from 
but musically and stuff, like all those other people that I've mentioned, there's so much more that I'm missing out on. I'm sorry. But yeah, <laughs> those are the ones that come to mind first. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have our mutual love of Marie's music. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh, she's incredible. I was listening to her music yesterday again and I was mm-hmm. like, uh, how does she do this? I literally was like, how does she do this? I was listening <laughs> specifically to Little Bird, the choice of harmonies, the instrumentals, the melodies. I'm like, how? And the 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 like, oh, so lyrically rich as well. I was like, yeah. Fangirling so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah joining your streams like when i found you on twitch and like a little bit realizing that you Laura. yeah yeah i don't even know how we actually connected oh but <laughs> i actually found you through marie which is really funny i don't know oh. i don't remember how i got to marie i think it might have been alex actually um morning musume for those for those who don't know who alex is <laughs> Morning mm. Musume 11, I think his username is. Yeah. Um, 10 out of 10 mod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Incredible guy. Um, he was in my streams and then I think he talked about Marie and then I like, I think I knew of, like I found out somewhere that she was streaming. Um, and then I think one time I caught her stream finally and then she raided you. Always, as always. Yes. No surprises yeah. <laughs> there. She always raids you, which is like <laughs> awesome. Um, and I was like, oh, I, I think I remember... Actually, oh my gosh, I th- actually think I remember walking. It's all coming back. <laughs> yeah, I remember walking into you playing Wildfire, I think. Um, and mm. I, yeah, yeah, incredible song, by the way. Um, incre- you should check it out on Spotify, guys. It's incredible. Oh and oh all streaming yeah, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut that out. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I remember my first impression of you. I was like, wow, this is an original? She's incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I remember it's like such a beautiful like folk vibe as well. Um, and I was like relatively ish new to the Twitch music scene at that point mm. in time, so um, it was really nice to find you. And likewise, I and I think that's how we connected. Maybe I don't know how you found me though, because I like I, I recognized you instantly. Really? Yeah, I definitely. Like somebody, I think Ron had mentioned your streams a couple oh. times in my Discord. Yeah, and then I think I've been to your streams before Mike, like Michael Alvarado rated you. But oh my god. Like I miss he rated Michael. you a few times, yeah. so yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh bless. So nice. <laughs> Us the door are so nice. Yeah. 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 Twitch is it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for for this chat. Thank Learned you. Thank you for you. having me. I feel <laughs> I truly feel really honored. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. I'll link everything, all your socials, all your Twitch things in the descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you again for having me. Um, and I really enjoyed the conversations as well and gaining a lot of insight as well. I feel like I learned a lot from you. So thank you. Check out, go, go check out twitch.tv slash Jean um, for good content, <laughs> please. <laughs> Don't cut that out. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash hazy. No, no, no. Yay. No, no, no. Cool. <laughs>